بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد aspect of bayat is something which has great amount of barakah in it has great amount of good in it in the sense that it links up with the unbroken chain all the way Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the Quran Sharif there is the discussion of bayat إذا جاءك المؤمنات يبايعنك على أن لا يشكن بالله ولا يستقن إلى آخره. and then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam took bayat on various a'mal as well. so Jarir bin Abdullah radiallahu anhu says that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam took bayat from us that we will always be well wishes for every person. then how he lived that out. In any case, this is just to explain that this is something established from Quran and Sunnah, and this has its benefits. Obviously, it creates a kind of commitment, but this is not the object in itself. That is a very important part. That is the crucial aspect here. That this is not the object in itself. The object is Islam. The object is the self-reformation. the rectification of one's inner self acquiring the akhlaq hamida all the noble qualities removing all the akhlaq razila all the evil qualities from us so this is the objective of this bayat sometimes a person hasn't taken bayat to anybody but he is taking advice from one person somewhere whoever he is taken or he finds himself compatible with he's been following up the communication he's been trying to implement the advice so he hadn't even been bayat but the objective was achieved so the objective is the islah objective is the reformation so if a person follows the procedure inshallah that objective will be achieved the procedure is one is the ittila and ittiba simply the communication a person he decides that so and so will be the doctor i will refer to somebody is a family doctor so now that person has been earmarked as the family doctor every time he gets sick he just sits at home and expects maybe somehow the doctor will get to know what's going on and he will send the medication it doesn't happen like that he communicates what his problem is he goes and visits the doctor communicates his problem he discusses what the pain is what the effect what the issues are then he now has got the message across so now that's the first part of the start taking place then there will be some treatment that is prescribed some medication that is given so the person takes a medication and he comes home with it and he takes it and puts it on the shelf somewhere and he doesn't take the medication himself then maybe the shelf might get better but he won't get better so obviously the shelf doesn't need it so the point is that one part of it is communicating what the issues are but then equally important is to then take the medication to then put into practice or make an effort to apply whatever has been advised among the things that are 
essential, as we mentioned already, is this focus on tarbiyat akhlaq improving ourselves from all the aspects that need to be developed iman, yaqeen, tawakkul, taqwa turning in all conditions to Allah Ta'ala and the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala yearning for the akhirat all the other various qualities that are required and to clean out from ourselves all the negative things pride, jealousy, malice love of dunya, love of the ego, miserliness and revenge and all the various vices of the heart. So this is the main focus. This is the objective. This is what we have to work for. In order to assist a person towards these objectives, towards developing this taqwa, towards bringing in this consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, acquiring this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, the amal that are prescribed are to assist in this end. One is the faraiz, there is no question of missing the faraiz. So the first salah, that is something that a person doesn't have to be bare to anybody or have a slight taluk with anybody to know that that salah cannot be compromised for anything. So that salah, and then to make the effort to perform every salah with jama'ah, with takbir ula. That is something to make every effort to do. That every salah is performed with jamaat and with takbir ula. One is a person sometimes gets delayed, something happens, whatever the case is, but his effort must be there. It must. Sometimes the things are programmed in such a way that a person programs himself to be late. In other words, he's programming himself that he knows now he needs 10 minutes to get to the masjid, for example, or he needs 5 minutes to get to the masjid, and Jamaat is going to start off at 6 o'clock for example, 7 o'clock Isha Salah is going to start off. So now he leaves at 5.00. So now there's every chance that he'll get there 3 minutes past 7. Because there might be some delay on the road, there might be something else. By the time he gets to the parking there might be some delay. Now he programmed himself to be late. So to program ourselves to be there in good time, make the sunnads, and to try and perform every salah with takbir ula. That should be the effort. Then together with that, as we discussed today, and some nawafil as well, and this, those who want to take the step forward of bayat, then this should become part of our daily ma'mul. It should become part of our program. That that two rakats with the niyat of tiyamul layl, because our whole objective here is islah. And this crucial part in the whole process is saving ourselves from the traps of shaitan. And this promise has been given in tahajjud. So now one is the sawab, one is that this is a means of gaining the closeness of Allah Ta'ala, all these are also things that we want. And together with that, this very crucial aspect, matradatun di shayateen. So now our objective of the bayat is islah, so this is an integral part of the program for the acquisition of this Islam. That we make this a part of, one is, Allah Ta'ala gives tawfiq, person manages to wake up in the last part of the night, but in any case we shouldn't leave this out. That if for any reason that did happen, that this is still done. So we make this a part and parcel of our program of the day. And some other nawafid at least, our sunnah e there is no question of compromising that. That goes without saying. 
the sunnate ghair muakkada also is something we should make sure we try and fulfill. Sometimes it's a little delayed or whatever and the time is not sufficient for it. Fine, but the effort should be to make it. Sunnats are not there for leaving out. Even if a person is a musafir, one is he's on the go. Now he stopped just on the roadside or stopped at some garage or somewhere to make his salah. So now he'll make his two farz and carry on. Because he's now on the move, but a person is stationed somewhere now, one, two days he's around, or he's now come to his destination, or he's going to be staying the night over somewhere, now he's there, as a musafir he'll still read his farz as two rakats, his isha farz, his zuhar, asar, he'll read two rakats. But the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala is requiring that he still makes his sunnah, he's got the time now, he's in no hurry to go anywhere, he's stationed in one place now. So the sunnah even on safar to a person shouldn't leave out, as far as possible, but when at home, the sunnat is ghair also, we try and make an effort to perform it, the sunnat of asr, sunnat of isha, so this is something that we should also, the sunnat of isha referring to the sunnat before isha, that is ghair muakkad, but the sunnat after isha, that is sunnat muakkada, so the faraiz, the sunnat muakkada, sunnat ghair muakkada, this at all cost we should try to fulfill, the nawafil, this one nafil we should try never to miss out. Together with that, whatever else Allah Ta'ala gives tawfiq, we are still in the masjid, it is shark time, we perform shark salah. Or it is after maghrib, we try and make two rakats at least of awabin, if not more. Or some other nawafil we try to keep up with. Then together with that, the tasbihat and zikr, this is extremely important. This is what waters that heart. This is stressed so much in the Quran Sharif and Ahadith that perhaps anything else is stressed so much. Ya ayyuhalladina amanudhkurullaha zikran kaseera. The Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala gives the command of remembering Allah Ta'ala excessively. So the tasbihat and zikr that is prescribed for a start, those who are for the first time starting off, then the three tasbihat. One tasbih of istighfar. At least one time a person can, few times, read some other longer formula of istighfar. La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntum minal zalimeen. Rabbi khfir warhamman ta khairul rahimeen. Or any other formula of istighfar. Otherwise, even the shortest formula of istighfar, astaghfirullah. But being done consciously, with remorse in the heart. Feeling each time that this is washing my heart. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. So, this one be of it, hundred times in a conscious manner. Then, hundred times Durud Sharif. Even the shortest formula of Durud Sharif, but to start off with something lengthier, the best Durud Sharif is Durud Ibrahim. So at least once, three times Durud Ibrahim first, and then the shortest formula of Durud Sharif, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but again with a lot of muhabbat, as if one is presenting his Durud and Salam to Nabi Salaam directly at the Roza Mubarak. So, with that love, with that azmat, a person decides Duru Sharif hundred times. And then, the third tasbih, it's very short, one is the person has the himmat, mashallah, that's the best thing to do is to recite the third kalima then. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar hundred times. Otherwise, subhanallah wa bihamdihi, at least this much. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, it's important in the hadith, a person decides subhanallah wa bihamdihi hundred times. 
then Allah Ta'ala forgives his sins even if it was to the extent of the foam on the oceans. This is narrated in Bukhari Sharif. So, Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, this much. If a person adds to it, Subhanallah al-Azim as well, very good, but at least this much. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. All these three tasbihat, if one really considers, all these three put together hundred times. It might not take more than ten minutes doing it properly, without rushing it. All three put together won't take more than ten minutes. And especially the time if a person takes the care to be there a little bit in good time before the first salah, he's performed his sunnahs, he will get comfortably enough time to make all these tasbihat in that time alone. Without having to make any other separate time for it, provided he's fixed it, in that way he'll get his tasbihat ula also, he'll get this time for this tasbihat as well, before some namaz is making the tasbihat, it gets completed. Before some other namaz is dedicating some time for dua. This is also an integral part of the mamulat that there must be some time dedicated for dua. One is the dua after salah, etc. we make. Apart from that, some time in the day and night, even for a start it is 3-4 minutes, but some time dedicated for dua, begging Allah Ta'ala for ourselves, for our islah, for our rectification, for the good of dunya and akhirat, for our families, for our friends, for the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, some dua, some time for dua daily. So just to summarize this again, or just to repeat the main points, the five daily salah, the fard, there's no compromise on that. Every effort to perform it with jamaat, that's wajib, and with takbir Allah also make the effort to perform it. And then together with that, all the sunnahs. The sunnah-e-mu'akkada, that goes without saying, even the sunnah-e-ghair-mu'akkada, we make an effort to perform that as well. And together with that, the tasbihat, tasbihat, what was described, and if somebody has been now already engaging in tasbihat for a while, with constancy, then he should start adding to it the zikr-e-jahri that we make normally after the last program, la ilaha illallah hundred times, and Allah, Allah hundred times. These two things we should add to it. If for a time now we have been constantly completing the tasbihat, and we add the zikr jahri as well. And tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif. As discussed earlier in the talk, that this is something that we must make part of our daily program. If somebody doesn't have any mamul yet, then we should start off with a quarter para. And if for some reason that quarter para, our recitation is very slow, and we find that it's taking a lot of time and we're not going to sustain it, start off with three pages. Or start over two pages also daily. But then after a week or two weeks, add another page. After another two, three weeks, add another page. And bring it to a minimum of a quarter para. This is for the non-hufas. That a minimum of a quarter para for the non-hafiz to start off. And to gradually build this up to bring it to at least one para a day. And the hufas, what is generally recommended is three paras a day. Nevertheless, at least one para a day. So, the out of the Quran Sharif and this tasbihat, and then whenever we have, it can be done, we have the opportunity, it's not far off from us, or whenever it's possible for us, then we try and attend whatever the weekly programs are, and in this way, inshallah, this will help keep up the momentum, the aspect of the ittila and ittiba, the communication, we try to keep up with that, generally the convenient thing is communicating by email, somebody needs to communicate something directly also, they can make that uh, mention it, inshallah some time will be made available according to whatever the possibility is, but in this way the effort and the focus is our Islam, 
Bay'at is a means of great barakat, but Bay'at is not the objective in itself. This is something that brings barakat into the objective. The objective will be acquired through the effort thereafter. person keeps up with the a'mal, keeps up with the things that have been prescribed, keeps in the right company. This is a very, very crucial part, whether it's human company, whether it is electronic company, or other reading material company. The right company is extremely important and in this way inshallah a person keeps in the right company, in the right environment, then with the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala alone, everything happens only with His grace and fuzzle, Allah Ta'ala will make it possible that what our objective is, inshallah will be achieved. Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Those who are behind, you can just put your hand on the shoulder of somebody in front of you and this will be sufficient also, inshallah. Short khutbah will be recited, and then when you are told to repeat, then you can repeat. Alhamdulillah, wa kafa wa salatu wa salam ala ibadhi al-ladhin astafa. Amma ba'du fa'ud billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Inna al-ladhin yubayyunaka inna ma yubayyun Allah. Yadu Allah fawq aydihim. Faman nakata fa'inna ma yankuthu ala nafsihi. ومن أوفى بما عاهد عليه الله فسيؤتيه أجرا عظيما لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله أبن إيمان الله in his messengers in his angels in his books life after death in that all good and bad بسم الله تعالى I make Toba, from Kufr, from Shirk, from Bid'at, from Ghibad, from harboring suspicions, from casting lustful glances, and from all major and minor sins. Ya Allah, I make a firm pledge to perform my five times Salah, to Jama'ah, to fast in the month of Ramadan, to pay Zakat if it's due, to perform Hajj if it's Farz, and to fulfill all the laws of deen and to stay away from all sin and if I make a mistake I will immediately make Toba. Ya Allah I'm entering into the silsila of the Chishtiya Naqshbandiya Suharwardiya and Qadriya Ya Allah accept my bayat and make it a means of my complete Islah and Tazkiyah and raise me on the day of Qiyamah with Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the Sahaba Ikram and all the awliya of the Ummat
صلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وسلم